Welcome to another episode of Driving to the Res with Larry and Inelia. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. We're back. Yay! We went away, actually. We did we not go away. We didn't go anywhere. Yeah. We didn't, no, we didn't go anywhere. Uh, we're driving to the Res today, and we thought we'd talk about all sorts of interesting things. Yeah. Like what, Larry? Well, <clears throat> not much has really been going on, I don't think. We've been just sort of like pelotoning around. Pelotoning around. Well, there's a couple of things that I wanted to bring up today. Um, in a previous episode or two, we talked about how we were taking a class. Oh, that's right, yes, our class. our class. We spent a great, I spent a lot of money on that. We spent a lot of money taking that class so that we could learn how to do podcasts properly. Better, yeah. uh, better and get, have a larger reach. And yeah, more impacts, more have it impact, supportive, more supportive. Supporting. You know, make supporting. sure that it, it has good duration, lasts. I know, right? Besides, you know, it doesn't get like boring for us or something. Yeah. Because we stopped driving to the Riz or something. <laughs> Anyways, we took a class with Brian Rose from London Real. Yeah. And the first class or two were pretty good. We enjoyed his lectures and he was giving some good information. Good tips, good, good points. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then around the third class, he came out saying that he was running for mayor of London. And I thought, well, red flag, red flag, red flag. Here's somebody who is supposed to be awake, is supposed to be giving air and time to all these individuals who are... Censored. Censored. Anti-establishment, I suppose. And I didn't think he was subscribing to that tall voting thing, right? He's running for mayor. And it's like, I said, you know, I don't know if I can continue with this because this guy is not really the type of person I want to map to. Anyways, we stuck to it. We carried on. We took the, another class. Yeah, because it was two months long class. Every week we'd have Eight a call weeks. with him. Yeah. And then uh, we'd do our workbooks and our practice and our exercises. And we have another call with him. And in the middle, we'd have a call with our... Um, our section teacher, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, some of the exercises yeah, were the questionnaire that we sent out that you all, a lot of you filled in and yeah. we talked to some individuals about how to improve the podcast and all these type of things. So those, was help those, those were helpful, I thought. Yeah, they were very helpful. Yeah, they were. And then last week, he's at the beginning of the class, just the energy started <laughs> making me feel very ill. That's and then he started sad. talking about how he had It was a winner week. It was a winner week. Yeah, this was the payoff because he got to interview... Two mafiosos. Uh, the head man of the mafia, who was the number one left in the list of 50 most wanted mafia people. So he got to interview him. It was like ultimate payoff. And uh, I was like, what? what? That Why good? would you give airtime to a criminal, violent criminal, right? That doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. Plus, plus, there's two of them. He got to uh, interview a standing member of parliament mm -hmm. who is a multi-billionaire as a consequence of all his parliamentering. Yes. Also a mobster, obviously. <laughs> and he was very proud of this. And then he started talking about how he would purposely find information on people right. to make them cry during the interview. And said, and then you get that emotional connection, you know. But he wasn't connected; he was just manipulating 
and exploiting these individuals traumas and hurts for clicks you know as clickbait and that was yeah. too much for me I thought that's it I'm not doing this anymore and I just walked away man I, I just couldn't do it the investment on this class was huge for us huge yeah. but this is a lesson that we can all learn from no matter how much you have invested in something no matter how much time money energy and even like friendship or connection in that sense if it turns out that these individuals are playing a low frequency game step away walk away right away don't try to make excuses for them and don't try to stick it out because there's some gems in there don't, don't try and stick it out because you have an investment in yeah it. because you paid a ton of money just walk away we've seen this over and over again with cult and all those of things you know People say, I wish I'd just stepped away, man. I wish I'd just stepped away, but they hadn't because they paid so much money, blah, blah, blah. No, don't do that. Follow your knowing, follow your resonance of high frequency. And if it falls that far down, just step away. Don't continue. And it's a real shame because I really thought that from the material, the sales material, that this was something that was going to support us and make us more able, capable, more professional and something that was going to help us also reach a lot more people with our message of empowerment and it's just, oh, damn. Well, we, are, we can, but we're not going to do it through manipulation and... Uh, well, absolutely not. <laughs> you know, I was like, man, what kind of person does that, you know? No, it's a bit sleazy, actually. It purposely finds traumas in the interviewee's life and mentions it in the hope that they would cry and he said that he said and I was hoping he would cry and sure enough it worked and guess what I interviewed my dad and I made him cry and I posted it I didn't tell him about it I didn't even ask him and I was like what I uh, was shocked and then interviewing a fellow who doesn't do video who said I would do an interview with you, but I'm not doing video. I don't like. I don't want to do video. Yeah. So they went and uh, interviewed him on Zoom, and both of their faces popped up, including the guy who said specifically, "I don't want to do video." Yeah. And so uh, he starts to talk, and he noticed that the guy didn't uh, say anything. So he's going to like, well, he I'm was, not saying nothing. If he's not saying nothing, I'll just right. sneak it in. Yeah, sneak it in. And he was and texting his assistant. Say, don't, don't tell say him, anything. Don't, don't, don't tell, tell him. him. And the assistant obviously was in, in integrity, in integrity yeah. and said, "Hey, I thought oh, you said you didn't you want to do video. video. So you're on video. What you would like? What would you like to do?" And he was like, "Damn! Why did you say that?" You know, it's like, "Oh my god." Yeah. So, so that's when we said, that's it. Uh-huh. I had a lot of questions because, you know, David Icke kind of launched him, his career, right? And his platform and everything, because he did an interview or two with David Icke, oh, and those are the ones that got banned, and then he got banned from YouTube. You know what was kind of strange? His first interview with David Icke, he said, he's in line first for the vaccine. Not he David. said it? Yeah, Brian. Brian said he was going to be in line first. First, for the in front of the line to get one. Well, there you go. We, we should have done more research, I suppose. I wasn't listening to him. I was listening to David. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and um, yeah, so and then after being banned from YouTube and Facebook and everything, that's where he sends people to Google. He uses Mailchimp, who's also censoring and has been censoring individuals who are anti-vaxxers for many months now. Uh, we, in our website, in aliabens.com, we moved on to Aweber 
from MailChimp because they were cutting people off and censoring people in back in December we moved so this is not new news so he should have known this was going on but he sends everybody to MailChimp sends everything to everyone to Google he sends everyone Facebook. to Facebook all the classes and I kept saying you know don't you think there's something strange it did seem a bit strange that we would have our class and group up on Facebook yeah using Facebook using Google you know after all that happened I don't know it just it didn't fit but like I said the first couple of classes were really good and uh, we took a lot of information out of those and used it a bit like Scientology (laughs) oh my god you're totally right yeah looks nice when you start and then you find out it looks really brilliant when it starts and then they start you know dropping off all this nasty information and see if you stick it out you know (laughs) I guess that's kind of par for the course so don't start out with the with the nasty stuff nasty stuff isn't that how some of the secret societies work too they get you started doing uh, charity work and doing all this great stuff and then you're part of a giant organization doing all this good stuff and oh by the way we gotta do this one thing that's (laughs) how we get the you know thing thing yeah yeah I suppose it's a very well used people get slowly eased into it right yeah they do everybody does it that's what they say. Everybody says it. If you but want to guess be successful, what? you gotta do it. Guess what? What? We don't do it. Nope. We don't do it and we're not gonna do it. We're not gonna manipulate people. Uh, now not never. No, never. Okay. Never. <sighs> that felt better, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Thought I was done with that stuff. Yeah. Well, I wanted to bring it up because we kind of promoted it when we were saying we were so excited about taking this class and we told people that we were doing that homework and everything else. So I wanted to clarify and let people know that it wasn't what we expected. It wasn't what we expected. Mm -hmm. That was like that other thing I was taking a PhD in me course or whatever it was. Remember that one? Yeah, I remember the website. I don't remember the guy and... It turned out he's not a PhD. Not such a great guy. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I think that his website's not a PhD. So bright. Yeah, I know. But that's an interesting question. Of course, that leads to the obvious question: is why? Why are these guys so successful? The ones that use all this manipulation, power of others, and all the other crap. I mean, why are those the ones that got million and a half dollar? fundraisers to start their channel you know why aren't they the ones who get that success um i think that there are successful people who don't do those things i really do Um, i don't know i mean we listened to a podcast for many years i think it was um what was that one called how do you do this or how i built this how i built this yeah how i built this and there was people there that indeed were manipulative and you know, doing all these type of things, but there was just as many people who were in complete integrity and never, never sold out. And they were extremely successful people. So to say that everybody or just those people become successful, I don't think it's accurate. Well, it seems that way. Like. Look at Gaia TV. That was pretty nasty, wasn't it? Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty nasty. Well, I think that individuals who set off to become successful um, through, like, new age things or alternative news and all these things, um, I feel that 
they get hijacked. I remember many years ago, the only people I would contact were people who I knew would either be successful in the media or in their own practices and also as, as teachers and things. My job was pretty much to give them support and guide them back into the role, the role that I had come in to do and things like that. I didn't do any public work. I did work of supporting people who were public. And more than once I had a situation where somebody who had like a, a podcast or a radio show at the time, they didn't, I don't think they had podcasts then, but they did have radio shows and TV, like uh, YouTube shows. And more than once I contacted or was contacted by one of these individuals through my word of mouth because I hadn't come out public yet. And I would say, okay, so I can guide you to becoming extremely successful and all you have to do is do this, this and the other and how do you feel about it? And they would go and think about it and they would come back, more than one came back saying, I'm not going to do it because my ego is going to hijack me and I'm going to make a mess of everything. It's all going to become all about me and my success and my monies and it's just going to hijack everything I do so I prefer not to become that successful which would surprise me <laughs> right yeah. uh, but I you know I, I respected that knowing the person's knowings and uh, these individuals knowings and there were other people who said sure I'll, I'll go ahead and do it and from those some of them didn't become successful and are still successful and others um, dropped out, right? They they were actually hijacked, and they did go the other way, and are now working for the other side. I think. So is that like Google? And Google started, you know, it was do no evil. Do no evil, and now they <laughs> promise to do evil or what? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Google, there's like Google and Apple and Facebook and Twitter and I don't know whatever. Those are like super mega, super successful. So why yeah. would they have to pick? manipulation in order to continue they're already successful yeah well where I is think it go? Where point, is that part like happen? I said like I said at some point these individuals get hijacked at some point they get hijacked and then they're is it, is it individuals in, or is it the entire company no, I think corporation it's the owners, the owners? Mm-hmm. I think it's the owners yeah and then they pick the people that will go along with whatever they want or? yeah exactly Who's telling the owners what to do? How do they get so... I mean, you start a company and, you know, you're all excited about it and you build this thing in your garage and you build it and you build it and it gets more and more successful and at some point you say, I know what, I'm going to be an evil bastard. (laughs) How's that happen? (laughs) Well, they don't think they're evil. I think that, for example, from this class that took... I don't know how many people left after that particular class when he came out and showed his true colors, mm-hmm. right? I don't know how many left. We, I know we left, but I don't know how many others left, right? I don't either. I do know one thing, though, in our in our group, we went from last place to first place as soon as we dis- since withdrew we our energy and yeah. stopped contributing. All of a sudden, our group went to first place. Right. That's very interesting. It's very strange. <laughs> so you don't think that along the line they decide to do some evil shit, they just end up doing it thinking they're doing good? I mean, how yeah. can they justify some of the actions that they're taking, like, um, you know, prohibiting books or censoring people's expressions and things like that just because they don't agree with them? 
and they're not, um, you know, bad like um, Netflix and Cuties, for example, or or Amazon and our Dr. Cohen's book about infections and other ideas, you know, other thoughts. When do they become the arbiter of what's okay and what's not, the censor of uh, mass influence? How do they come to the conclusion that that's the best thing they can do is stop people from talking to other people and arbitrarily removing their entire audiences, people that they don't agree with? Well, they own it, so they can do whatever they want. <laughs> right? And if something doesn't fit into their ideals, they can remove it because it's their company. Right. Of course, with you, know, you know as well as I do when they first started and they were competing with other people and they'd be the victim of some of those same tactics. They would be screaming and crying pretty loud about IBM, that big company that's making it impossible for another companies to uh, show another um, possibility, you know. They were the victims and then what happened? When they, they were no longer the, the victim? They became the aggressor. They became the aggressor. Yeah, that's quite typical of victim-aggressor cycles. Shocking, huh? Yeah. In the victim-aggressor cycle, when somebody's stuck in it, if they're the victim and then some, there's no aggressors around, they will become their aggressor. They will. It's, it's quite insidious that way, <laughs> that cycle. It's best to step out of it. Just step out of it. Don't stay in it. <laughs> so within the reality structure that we have, we somehow or other have managed to find ourselves stuck in a reality where we have to engage with massive companies that are in a victim-aggressor cycle. I mean, we have a Apple phone and we use Facebook and Google. Sure, we use the um, DuckDuckGo for searching once in a while. Yeah, but we have Google addresses. And but we have Google and documents, documents and we have iPhones and we have Facebook accounts and we have yep. tweeters. Twitters. <laughs> Yeah, so... And des despite the things they're doing, we haven't been able to withdraw from them because there's no real, there's no real alternative yeah. because the alternatives who wouldn't do evil shit... Now we're doing it. ...aren't <laughs> able to, <laughs> to compete in the manipulation field, right? It's yeah. like, you know, it's like a catch-22. Not really a catch-22, I guess, but maybe that's the best term to describe mm -hmm. it. Well, I can tell you why I'm still in all those systems, if that helps. I know, probably because the light workers that you told to get busy and make the high frequency systems didn't do their job. <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah, so um, when I... It was very funny because I had announced that in 2017 I was going to retire, leave, <laughs> right? And I kind of feel like you did retire yeah. from the job that you had, which was raise the vibration of the planet. Yeah, the vibration already turned into frequency by then. It turned into frequency in 2011. Did it? Yeah. I thought that was much later. Yeah. But anyways. Anyways. I, I was going to leave and it was like, okay, the job is done. There's nothing more we can do. Um, but after that, through personal requests and a lot of people requesting and also rearranging my timeline here on this, on this timeline, I stayed and I didn't retire, right? I didn't leave. 
walk with me now I didn't stop doing videos we in fact have started other projects since then we started this podcast we've started Abin's Academy and the Shaman Shack, the Shaman Shack in 2016-17 so it wasn't exactly a retirement um, and the structures that are on the planet yes they're very effective in, even though they are there's parts of them and they are manipulative and they are censoring people the structures that can reach the largest amount of individuals on the planet including millions if not billions of light workers are the things such as Google and Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and Instagram you know they are those yeah so I'm using those tools but I'm not giving them my energy I don't spend hours and hours on Facebook for example I don't give it that chi of attention I basically allow my work to be published there right and uh, the team does it Ilya does most of the work um, and um, I will go in when I want, when we post something that is very fiery or I'm very enthusiastic about. <laughs> I will pop in and I will make comments and friend people. I'm the only person who friends people on my Facebook page. And um, so if you are you received a request or you, I accepted your request, that it was, was me. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> um, and but I, I do. It's like more. I wouldn't spend more than an hour on Facebook a week. With Google, Google Documents, um, I use their tools because they're very good tools. I like their tools. I don't really use the Google Groups or anything like that. I use their tools for writing my books and stuff like that. Um, I do download my books every day because I know that from one moment to another, that account could be gone, my account on Google, right? Um, because they're doing that to people too. Yeah, they are. So, or even all my files could be gone and all my work will be gone unless I make copies of them. So... Speaking of which, do you make have you made copies of them? How do I make copies of them? Have you? That's what I'm saying. I make copies of all my work every day. Oh, good job. Yeah, I download a copy of my book every day. When I write a chapter or half a chapter or even a quarter of a chapter, I'll download a new file. So I have like dozens and dozens of files in <laughs> Good my plan. computer. Um, and um, so that's the reason I'm using those. I, the, it's tools the, that you're used to and you're functioning with. And I guess the tool themselves hasn't become so uh, polluted. The tools themselves and how you engage with them, that was my point. It's right. like I don't go into Twitter and have Twitter wars with people, for example, right? I just post the stuff and I remember more than one individuals would um, write to me on Twitter saying, oh, you're using Twitter all wrong. You're supposed to go and engage with people and answer their Twitter tweets and, and give your opinion, not just post all this um, empowerment material right <laughs> yeah. and I just I actually didn't even respond to that person I just completely ignored them and again with Twitter uh, it's all I think I'd say about 90% or more of the photo photos and 100% of the quotes are mine and now um, again Ilya is doing that work and posting them 
so that it, we don't lose contact with those individuals who are high frequency and are using Twitter. And Instagram, again, like 99% of the photographs in Instagram are mine and all the quotes are mine. So it's like, I don't want to leave individuals behind who are still using those, those methods of communication. YouTube, I've always liked YouTube. I know now they're part of Google, but I felt that we could still use it. It's a place where the energy, the original energy of YouTube hasn't completely died by being part of Google. Uh, it was an energy I really liked from the beginning because it was like a library of information on how to do stuff right from the very beginning. It's, it's like people cool. showing people how what to do to stuff do. or part of their yeah. lives or sharing their lives. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's really you know, good. I like it's a little it. bit like the insightful and the inciting, the kind of things that would incite your um, um, exploration. Maybe it's it's like it's like the whole lockdowns and everything else. You know, the information that is censored or removed is the kind of stuff that incites your passion against something, right? It's like... A game? You know, the things that they're censoring oh. <laughs> are things that incite a passion. Oh, well, I, I, I'm not, so, I don't engage with YouTube in that way. And I know that after Google took them over, they opened it to pornography and adult channels. And I didn't like that, but I don't see those. You know, I clicked and I don't want to see them. And I don't. They don't appear in my feeds. <laughs> I didn't know so, they did that. Yeah, they did, yeah. <laughs> so, I was quite happy about that. Um, happy I about what? That I, they had the filter option that I didn't have to see the other stuff, that I didn't want to see come up on my feed with YouTube. I like that they added a filter so not everybody... Not I have never heard of that. I've never seen no filter or anything. Yeah. I haven't seen any X-rated stuff on YouTube. <laughs> I was well, pretty sure they know. don't have it. <laughs> yeah, this, they do now. Yeah. Oh, alrighty. So, um, and the creator tools on YouTube are very good. I like those. So, yeah, one of the things I did this, we made this, I made a decision back in 2010, was two things. I would never, ever, ever put Google Ads in my website. And I would never, ever, ever put YouTube ads on my channel. I wanted the energy to be clean and clear because I knew even then that the ad channels could be manipulated to put people off the page by putting gross things there or whatever, and or change the whole frequency of my message by putting ads that showed the, the opposite and stuff like that. So that was one of my decisions that I made back in 2011 it caused a lot of problems in that people who do have ads their YouTubes get shown on people's feeds and on the front page of YouTube and all that stuff yeah Mine remember we're, we're looking at some <laughs> things that are absolutely absurd get 900,000 views yeah I mean uh, yeah. I mean it's not very good content even it's not good I mean, content cooking something and it's a really bad cooking show i mean it's not very good at all but it does have ads <laughs> lots and ads. lots of ads and that the one gets nine hundred thousand views yeah right it's so obvious i mean it's so so obvious and it makes sense it's a private company they want to make money they make money from advertisers so of course they're going to promote the videos that will show their advertisement they get paid for so that makes sense right 
Well, it does, and it um, it also um, so there's slightly there's slight contradiction. So if you want to be where light workers could find you, then you wouldn't have ads, or you would have ads because the ads would mean it would be more visible, but it would be less effective. So where yeah. how's it wash out? I think it's a frequency thing. I did, just did not want the frequency of those ads to be in my material. Yeah, I don't disagree. And no, I don't know anybody on the planet who likes ads in their stuff. Mm -hmm. But I don't know anybody on the planet who doesn't like a big check. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess yeah. I do know a few. Yeah. Uh -huh. But nobody wants the ads. But the ads make money. You know, it's kind of like strange, right? Well, here's the thing. It's like the this thing that YouTube makes money is a is thing that's... a broadcaster that offers their services for free. It's free. So with that free, you have certain limitations and things. I wouldn't mind paying for the service if it meant it reached as many people as those who put ads in their videos. Of course. Right? Of course. But that's not being offered. That's not being offered. We could also say that they're getting their content without paying for it. Everyone else used to have to pay the actors to do the work. Now they get the content for free. Right. And if they put ads, then they make money out of it. But I don't put ads there, so basically they're not getting much from me at all. <laughs> right? Or well, my they don't, content. They, don't, they get content that they should have had to pay you for. But they didn't have to pay you for. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like they figured out how to get the producers of the planet to produce for them for free. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which... So the, the use it's of these tools complex. and information so and companies, there's a limit. You know, I have left other companies that had that, they crossed the line. They crossed the line. They crossed the line and I'm out of there. I don't <laughs> give them any more support. There's a line. <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's a line. We moved, like I said, we moved out of MailChimp. MailChimp got fired. It was a huge thing. We had to do a lot of work to get everybody on the new system. Ilya had to do a lot of programming to get it all because it was all integrated, we had everything integrated from the store, from the email, the newsletter, everything was integrated with MailChimp. And we had to redo everything, and Ilya had to redo everything to get us moved. But we hadn't been censored, but I knew other people were being censored for telling the truth, and that was just not acceptable to me. I wasn't going to pay them anymore. Right. So we moved. And, and with this latest example you know the the company where we're taking the class again it's like there was a line was and they crossed there was a line once that line they crossed that line it was like goodbye i'm not going to give you any more of my attention it's over it's over so it's it's being in integrity ourselves and we can't allow that line we can't stay behind on over you know you can't cross over that line when other people do that a company individual whatever we have to step away because if we don't then who's gonna we did stop netflix we did stop netflix too yeah they we love netflix we love to netflix binge and it was oh my gosh i've been a netflix member since Back since in they the were day. putting out CDs yeah, or DVDs. The, the day when they had DVDs. <laughs> you get a DVD come in the mail. I've been a member since then for like <laughs> decades. And I loved that company. I thought it was marvelous. And then they come out with horrific, a horrific movie that promotes child pornography. And it was like and child sexual abuse. Like, forget it. I'm not, if you're putting that there, I'm out. That's not acceptable 
to me it's not acceptable but it was tough <laughs> it was hard we, we were following a lot of shows their only show there and it's like okay it's over Ooh, and we are at the res gotta go through the go through the gate hey hi <laughs> we're at the hoko gonna just get grace too. yeah right, we're just gonna get grace we'll be back in a few Ooh, they got a cover for the jenny nice they copied us they did <laughs> uh, except for theirs is a very much more expensive oh a version very expensive uh -huh. version of a shed yeah we built a shed around our little generator for our camper on the res because yeah. we haven't got our electricity yet yeah and uh the little gate here at the res line they have this big generator for this tiny little cottage there's nothing in there running electricity i mean a few lights or something <laughs> you know. but they got a giant generator and now they um, do have a massive light at night yeah but that one runs off its own generator oh it does yeah. oh okay all they're running is like um flash just they don't need that big of a generator but it makes a lot of noise so now they have a cover over it a very nice expensive uh shed shed cover <laughs> nice yeah, that's very nice much nicer that's cool and they thought we were going to be tourists they're gonna to have to turn around they're surprised they were surprised it was us yeah why oh because we have the camper because yeah, we have our camper on yeah we have our camper on because tomorrow we're driving out of the race and down to oregon to collect bread maybe maybe yes. <laughs> we haven't don't know for sure yet we Til don't know for sure. tonight or tomorrow when do we find tomorrow, out tomorrow, tonight at, at tonight for sure although you told me yesterday we would find out yesterday yeah tonight and then at you midnight. said this morning we'll find out this morning tonight at midnight and this afternoon you said for sure this afternoon uh -huh. and now tonight you said midnight. tonight at midnight uh-huh okay well i put the camper on either way yes so we're going for a drive we'll know whatever happens i guess we're going for a ride no matter what <laughs> if we're just going for a ride to the res <laughs> go camping on our land go camping yep. by our camper yeah we can park camp by our camper <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my yeah. goodness well, I think there's more to talk about. Not quite complete. I think we'll have to have a second, a episode. second episode of this, right? Sure. Because there's there's still Waverly zones in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And the way that all of those things are so interconnected in some ways, it's, it's, it's like, how do you create that line? And where is that line? And who gets to decide where that line is and what that line is? means you know the line where's the line yeah where's the line when do you decide when okay, do you decide okay that line is crossed i mean i know it seems obvious when it's crossed yes. it's like oh geez yeah i can't do that <laughs> yeah and when is when is that so i guess yeah. that's part of what we probably should talk about yeah i wanted to talk a little bit about that energy of that line because many of us are have warrior energies that are very very powerful and strong and we have to make sure we don't fall into the war energy because that feeds the beast, right? It feeds the beast, mm. the low frequency energies on the planet. And I remember when it was obvious and I was feeling really sick by then, listening to this man. And then I looked into his eyes and I said, and I felt, you're gonna fall and burn. <laughs> and like, Oops, no, 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 take it back. I don't care what happens to you. Or I want, I hope you're very successful Have in a your nice shooting nasty. star. Yeah, nice, successful, whatever it is that you're doing. And, you know, I don't care about you at all. I don't care if you burn, if you're successful, or whatever. But, but it's so easy to fall into that. Oh my God. <laughs> it was so easy. <sighs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's if that that's a good reason, if no other, to step away from the course. Yes, so that you don't engage. So you don't more. become engaged. Yeah, and that's kind of the invitation I felt too, which was attack. Oh well, let's just um, shine some light on all of this and make it obvious. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's the form of an attack, right? Well, no, no. There's a huge difference between mystically going after somebody and making them fall and burn and telling people hey this was an experience with this individual be aware be careful he's not what he seems to present himself to well, be he's not what right? if you think that he's this he's not that. he's not he's that. something different yeah. and you know maybe some people might think hey I want to succeed and I, I would I don't care about manipulating people and obviously like I said earlier I don't know how many people left after that class I know we left but they didn't even register or leaving they left at us all in a group and everything so nobody knows we left nobody knows we left I don't know if others left also through that or not but whoever a lot of people were still very enthusiastic and were throwing banners up you know Brian for from right, there yeah. and blah 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 and highly supporting that decision and that paradigm so there's individuals who want to play that game with him and that's fine right that's different to saying hey we know what that game is and we don't want anything to do with it it's very different in my opinion I agree alrighty so semi-complete today <laughs> semi-complete I think we'll work on some more complete yeah. Go to inelevents.com for my stuff and walkwithmenow.com to hang out with us. I love you. I love you too, honey. <laughs> <laughs>